Bonjour, New Moons. I am Josie, your favorite Afro-Latina love witch, and you are tuned in to the frequency of the Luanova podcast. If you are new here, then I'll just give you a quick rundown. On Mondays, I will cover either a celebrity, a group, or an influencer, and not only will we talk about the chisme, and yes, I say chisme because again, I am half Mexican, so why wouldn't I? And <laughs> we don't just discuss the chisme of their life, we discuss how can we learn how to manifest from our favorite celebra- celebrities and influencers. I mainly stick to Latin artists, Latin influencers, but once in a while I do just mention people of color. Uh, they will probably 10 times out of 10 be people of color but I think if I ever break that it's probably going to be about Mama Tot because who doesn't love her and if you're not familiar with who she is I assume you live under a rock but today's little report is on a, a favorite I um, love Fuerza de Guida as much as anybody who loves regional Mexican music and it's not that I did not want to cover the entire group it is that Grupo Frontera is my favorite and they will be the first group that I will cover twice. So before I get to any other groups, um, I have to finish that part two of the episode, which will not happen until season two. I chose just J.O.P. because he is the front man of Fresa Regida and he's who we see all the time. And if any of you have an issue with how I say certain words in Spanish, I need you to keep in mind, Spanish would be a third language of mine. So, uh, Portuguese is my second language, but obviously the language that I'm going to speak fluently and clearly is English, because that is what I know. I am an American and I was born in Texas, so I even have a bit of a Texas accent. So imagine being a Texas Brazilian Mexican. <laughs> yeah, certain words I say are going to have a bit of a Texas sound to them. That is very common. I'm going to say things like y'all. And if you don't like it, don't subscribe. I don't care. But J.O.P., I chose him because not only is he young and I th- I like how um, he really is living up his 20s and living the kind of life that a lot of us wish we would have had the chance to at that age but as a Mexican artist he's not the type who is not helping other artists reach their potential and he is very much so comfortable in his skin and comfortable being himself on camera which helps somebody like me who was trying to teach other people how to be comfortable in their own skin and so if you're not familiar with Fresa Vegida, I definitely implore you to listen to their music they make very modern corridos etc and trap latino music and if you are not familiar with regional music they are a good start <laughs> they were one of the first groups that I ever really got Bandas, I'm sorry. I don't know. Can I can I call them a group or a banda? Is that a, does it matter? I don't know. Somebody from Mexico, let me know if that's okay. But <laughs> today's little report is JLP. And you know how we start every Monday. We start with a collective reading. The pink unicorn in the room is my disclaimer. A collective reading means that it is for a collective group. 
this message may resonate with some people. It may resonate with every single person who listens. It may resonate with the Dunkin' Donuts barista. It may resonate with your delivery driver who just came from your uh, who's dropping off your Instacart order. It might resonate with your cat. But it's for who it's for. If it's not for you, you don't like tarot readings, feel free to fast forward. Also, after I do the one card full of your card, I do one for whoever I'm speaking about during the Lua report. So if that is for a whole group or if it's for the in, an influencer or a celebrity, then I always make sure to make it a point to let you know that it is without their consent so it is not meant to be taken seriously. When you are doing a tarot reading, you should absolutely have the consent of the person you're doing the reading for. Therefore, again, if you don't like readings or you don't consent to this, please feel free to fast forward, okay? I don't do time marks on my show because, I mean, honey, you can hit fast forward. <laughs> I do it all the time, but, um, Yes, fast forward a little bit and you can get to the little report on JLP. But let's see what your card is. I don't shuffle a certain amount of times and I do not read reverse cards. Whatever card comes out is the card that I am drawn to. Sometimes it is a card that actually literally just falls out. But let's see what the message is for the week. The message for you for this week is that you got the Four of Cups. Okay, so what are we pouting about, friend? <sighs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I need you to turn that frown upside down. I don't know why every single week we're going to have to do an energy cleanse on this show. Let me put these cards to the side for a second. Because lately, whenever I'm doing the collective reading, which means I'm picking up on collective energy, um, y'all are really on some bitter, angry, upset... I'm, I'm mad at the world energy. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if it's Scorpio season has some of y'all just going through some very deep com um, transformations and you're not handling it well. I, I don't know, friend, but me and this card are really over it. <laughs> really over your energy, friend. Really over it. Because here's the thing. The Four of Cups is quite literally a person who is pouting acting up just in their feelings there are three cups in front of them but that's not enough for them the universe is quite literally handing them another cup but they're still pouting so what that tells me is that there are there is somebody or some of you who are essentially receiving everything that you could want right now and it is still not enough and i need you to get this through your head baby that means it's you it's not it's not the blessing it's, it's you and if you're not careful the universe will snatch that cup and all those other ones right back so you better be grateful you better um get it together that's your message for the week get it together okay let me clear that ooh, that gross energy because i don't know what what that's about and <laughs> pick a card for jop all right, and when I'm pulling a card for a celebrity, it is not from my spirit guides. It is not from their spirit guides even, because they have not given me consent, okay? J.O.P. is a Taurus, and I will be getting into his birth chart. Um, I can already tell you right now that he has 
some Virgo placements in his chart that I found quite interesting. Not because I'm a Virgo son, which how many times have I told you that? Um, but us Virgos love to tell everybody that we're Virgos. Um, it's simply because of where it fell in his chart that I found interesting. Because it says a lot about his career. So a lot of earth sign energy within his birth chart. So what is the message for JLP this week? One almost fell out there. By the way, I have had Harley Quinn on repeat. If you're not familiar with that song, you need to be. Um, as somebody who has always, long before everybody else jumped on the train, loved Harley Quinn. Um, actually read comics, that kind of... Not one of those, I'm not like other girls, BS things. I'm not saying that. I'm simply saying that I've always loved Harley Quinn. Like, long time. Long, 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 long time. So this song... Um, the song by Fritz Arvegida called Harley Quinn resonates with me a lot. Love it. But I think everybody does right now. It's also a very popular TikTok now. Um, okay, what are we pulling this week? For some reason, I'm having a hard time pulling a card for him. There's like this feeling that it's not time to pull a card yet. Hmm. That's normally not a bad sign. That normally just means that um, there's not like a negative connotation here. Because I don't like when I get a negative card and it's not supposed to be a, a serious reading. You know? That's kind of a bummer. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go with... Oh, oh, this card wants to come out. Look at that. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? Um... Huh. Okay, so the card that I pulled for JLP is the Two of Swords. If you're not familiar with the Two of Swords, it is a person who is blindfolded. And they are holding two swords across their chest. This could mean that he doesn't, he's having a hard time deciding on what he wants for lunch. And it is just really weighing him down or it could simply mean there are two girls fighting over him it could mean that he is not sure if he wants to put out you know a new single or you know just chill for the rest of the year there is a lot of things that this could mean and because this is not a serious reading let's go with the fact that he doesn't know what he wants to eat tomorrow okay he's having a hard time deciding on his food choices lately I'm, I'm gonna go with that because otherwise and this means that this is a very serious card and we don't do that over here he has a tough decision that's what the two of swords means in tarot so typically <laughs> there's water in the back there's a lot of chaos it, there's a lot going on in his brain right now and being an earth sign um, that is a very they tend to, well, we tend to have a very grounded nature, and that applies to even when we make decisions. So whatever this decision is, uh, with there being the sign of, um, a symbol of water in the background, there may even be a water sign that can help with this decision. So I would say lean on that. That's the only serious thing I'm going to say. And that is JLP's reading for the week. Let's get started. So whenever I pick out whoever is going to be the Lua report, I do extensive research into the cheese me. That's what I start with. 
If you're not familiar with what the word chisme is, it is um, a Spanish slang word for gossip. Um, and for those of you who are like, you never, you know, you don't you need to pepper in more Spanish and Portuguese. I actually don't. <laughs> because again, this my, the majority of my audience um, are English speakers. So I do have to kind of go with what the audience needs to hear. And also English is my first language. So you don't like that I say the word cheese, man. I don't know what to tell you. Like there are plenty of other podcasts that kind of have um, a lot of self-help and manifestation techniques for you. Um, and I definitely recommend them. I'm not going to give you one in particular, but whatever floats your boat. Okay. I, on the other hand, um, as an Afro-Latina witch, am more opening up a market and opening up people's minds. So that is my plan here. And with that being said, that is a big part of why I chose JLP. If you're not understanding the correlation there, I'll tell you. I saw or see that this is a young man who came here or was raised here in the U.S. and really made a life for himself as living his wildest dreams. I've seen him attacked for being too flashy or being too, too, too for showing off so much. But as a young millennial, I'm going to say that his behavior is is comes from probably heavy millennial influences. He would be considered Gen Z, but. I don't see anything wrong with it. If you've ever watched any rap videos, etc., if you're familiar with narco music, um, anything like that, then you are narco culture. Then you're understanding that flashy is is kind of a way of saying I made it. And as somebody who is from the hood, I am drawn to people who are like this because it's something I can relate to myself. I'm also very flashy. So I don't see anything wrong with it. I, I don't expect a 26 year old to be serious and boring and make serious and boring music. I also don't expect that from a Taurus. So that is where I'm going to get into the birth chart here. JLP is a Taurus, Taurus sun. And his moon sign is Leo. So Taurus and Leo are the signs of luxury. Taurus, Leo, and Libra are three zodiac signs that are all about appearance, all about aesthetics. They really heavily lean into luxury. Taurus heavily leans into even their food being the best. So a Taurus is somebody who you want as a friend. This is um, heavy earth sign energy. The earth signs are Virgo, Taurus, Capricorn. So not only are we three signs that are known for always getting shit done and getting what we want out of life, easily manifesting out of life, but Taurus in particular takes it a step further by doing so in such a show-offy and <laughs> bigger than life way. So if you don't like it, then I don't know what to tell you because what I see in his birth chart is somebody who will continue to thrive and not even just in music. So I mentioned to you all that um, within JLP's birth chart, I saw quite a bit of Virgo. So technically he has a Virgo stellium. And if you're not familiar with what that is, I did mention this when I did Unwell as where as well as Carol G, where I talked about um having a stellium just simply means that 
that means that one zodiac sign in particular shows up within your birth chart at least three times. And so Virgo, it might show up more than three times in his chart. I just focused on these three areas. His Mars is in Virgo, his North Node is in Virgo, and his Lilith is in Virgo. Now with the North Node, I'm not gonna get too into that. I will mention it, that more in another episode but I am going to talk a little bit about Mars being in Virgo. Mars is the planet that that kind of rules how we argue. Um, I couldn't think of the word how we, <laughs> I'm sorry, how we handle conflict. And basically the way that he is always going to handle conflict is very strategically. Virgos are big on receipts. If you're getting into an argument with Virgo, we are always going to have backup. We are always thinking of what you said back July 20 years ago at, <laughs> at three o'clock. We will probably have a screenshot of it. Yes, I actually still keep old screenshots if need be. And um, that is for a particular situation. And one day I will get into that cheese man within my own life. But this is about JOP and not me. So, <laughs> um, Essentially, I saw this whenever uh, What's-His-Face came out with his new album. And of course, he was attacking and bitter and attacking everybody, but attacked a particular brand. I'm not going to say the brand and I'm not going to say the artist. If you are not familiar with what I'm talking about, I already got this artist together recently, him and Drake. So if you want to go back to that episode, that episode is called, how do you have haters when you don't even like you? But, uh, within that album, it, it seemed like he was attacking Mexican culture and the way that JLP responded was not to address just this person but addressed other people and was basically like and this is um paraphrasing this is not exactly his words uh that's great um that you feel that way but i'm still gonna keep making my music my way i'm still gonna wear what i want to wear i'm still gonna do what i want to do and what i saw in this other artist is a bitterness of here is this young Mexican artist who is taking Mexican music and making it ma mainstream. And of course, uh, Fuerza Regida is not the only banda that is doing this. They are not the only ones, but they are a part of it. And we saw within 2023 a shift in how people view Mexican music and even Mexican culture. As somebody who is half Mexican, obviously I've seen my whole life people being either ashamed to be Mexican, ashamed of their culture, ashamed, and I mean people who are from here and people who even came here. You know, I grew up in an area of Dallas that has a heavy Mexican uh, population. And that includes people from Mexico and people who were born here. And it was not considered to be a great thing to be Mexican. I, as I got older, was even told that, to lean heavily into being Brazilian and not Mexican. And so I found that odd. And what I enjoy about JLP, uh, to get back to his birth chart and Mars being in Virgo, is that he pretty much also made it very clear again paraphrasing that there's nothing wrong with being Mexican and embracing what makes the culture 
amazing. Uh, leaning into certain stereotypes that are not negative is okay. Because um, I've seen this within him. And so that is how you handle a conflict. It's not necessarily to create more conflict, but to say, you know, you're, you're welcome to your own opinion. But let's look at the charts. Obviously, whatever it is I'm doing is working. And so that is a Virgo showing you receipts and showing you look at how successful I am. So what is that you were saying? And so I heavily respected that response. And that is how he will always handle conflict. Now, your his north node being in Virgo simply is that this is a very ambitious person with big dreams. And in order to achieve those dreams, he's going to need structure. He's going to always rebel against that structure, which I'm going to get to in a second. But he's going to need that to reach those goals. This is somebody with big goals. Virgo and Capricorn are the uh, zodiac signs within the zodiac will that are most known for not only having big dreams, but achieving them and typically having a detailed PowerPoint Excel spreadsheet plan of how to get there. And this is somebody who is the same. As long as he has that going for him, he's going to not only reach all those goals, but we are going to see him thrive in areas beyond just music. So I recently saw him showing off a clothing line and uh, I've, I'm assuming that it's his own clothing line that looked like it, but um, this that's kind of what I mean. This isn't, this isn't the kind of guy who is just relying on, this is just music and that's all I want to do he is more the type to be like that's just the beginning for me this is just one of a hundred million things that i want to do and i just need the structure to do so do so if he leans more into having that structure even if that means having people on his team who help him do so then he's going to achieve those goals for sure but you all know that i don't just talk about just a a celebrity's birth chart or just the cheese may it is always about the lesson within that so the first lesson is to get as much structure as you can to reach your goals meaning that if you need to make a list if you need help if you have you know family friends colleagues etc that can help you to remain structured or remain on task then tell them that you need that help that you need that structure that you need them to have your back remind you etc as long as they're willing to do so because you would do the same for them that is that virgo quality of I am quite capable of reaching my goals, but I need the structure, I need a plan, I need to write, I need to see those goals in front of me. That's why I always mention Pinterest, you know, needing to see those goals. Um, you all know that I have vision boards on my phone, I have a vision board on my Apple Watch. It is all about, for me, in order to see something that I want to manifest, um, come into fruition, come into my life, really just be right here parked in front of my window like it is. I have got to have a structure and a plan, Excel spreadsheet, PowerPoint, um, carrier pigeon, etc. helping me to reach that goal. Laptop, notebooks. I have notebooks. I have so many notebooks. It's kind of ridiculous. I talked about that. I rambled about that in an episode in the beginning of the show. <laughs> But that is kind of the first lesson there. What well, is the first lesson? <laughs> is 
Get some structure in your life. Do not expect to reach a goal simply by thinking about it. What is your plan to get there? How long is your plan going to take? Are you going to beat yourself up if you don't reach that goal by that set amount of time, Virgo? Or are you going to back off and give yourself the grace to get there when the time is right? So I, I implore you to take on some of that Aquarius energy of kind of going with the flow and shaking some shit up and understanding that things are not always supposed to be status quo. That is big Aquarius energy. And so, but from a Virgo standpoint, as a Virgo son, I am going to tell you that the first lesson that I want you to want to drill into your head that will come up at another time when I get back into talking to you about your vision boards is whenever you are making, a, whenever you are setting a goal for yourself, how are you going to get there? Think about that part of it too. Write it down, make a plan. This is if, if you are somebody who is a Christian, which thank you for being here if you're a Christian and being open-minded enough to listen to other points of view, then you know that the idea of writing something and making it plain is, a hev is heavy in Christianity. So this is heavy in all forms of manifestation. This is heavy even in witchcraft when I say to you that your words are spells, that writing something down can also be a spell. So put a spell over your own life and watch how that goal just happens for you. I have my goal parked outside of my window, <laughs> one of them, one of many. I'm sitting inside of another goal. So it, it can happen for you. So JLP's Lilith, um, and if you're not familiar with what your what your Lilith sign is, you can definitely look that up. Again, just like you would with your birth chart, and some birth charts already have this list listed. Um, you would go to Google, type in, find out my Lilith sign, and from there you can simply put in your birthday, depending on which website you go to, and find out what your Lilith sign is. And so his Lilith sign is actually also in the sign of Virgo, which is Lilith is about chaos. Lilith is about not Lilith as the deity, but Lilith as like the energy it, that is more of our chaotic side. That is more of the side of us that is very much so our villain side, <laughs> our darker side that the world does not ever see. This isn't like your moon sign, which is also your darker side. Your moon sign is a side of you that some people get to see. But the Lilith area of our chart kind of leans more into what we suppress, almost. And so this is, his, his Lilith sign being in Virgo, this is kind of leaning towards what I was just talking about. This is a person who craves structure but procrastinates to get there. I understand that because Virgos procrastinate to begin with. It's not that we're not going to reach our goals, it's that we don't have that Capricorn way of, of deer in headlights, I'm so focused on my goal and nothing else is around me. We don't have that way of being. We tend to be more like, I have a goal, I have a plan, I'm gonna get there, but wait. I want to watch 100 TikToks first. That is how we think. So what I'm saying with, with him, which is lesson number two for you, is that it's okay if you need a moment to grasp how much time and effort is going to go into your goals. It's okay if 
you know that you're going to reach that finish line, but it's not going to be as fast as, let's say, your Capricorn best friend. But don't rely so heavily on beating yourself up about that. Don't rely so heavily on kind of leaning into that procrastination so much so that you end up not getting anything done and not finishing anything. And your goal is very much so something that you can achieve, but you're so in your head about it that you never get there. You're capable of doing so. And so when I said to you that if you need somebody to help you get there, that those resources are available, I've also another resource for you. I am, as you all know by now, a certified spiritual coach. So I can coach you through that. I talk about that at the end of every show. So with that being said, lesson number two, don't heavily lean into heavily uh, into criticizing yourself. And procrastinating so much that you don't achieve a goal that you know is achievable because you've seen other people do it or maybe because you've done it in your past but you know you can get to it so don't just sit on that goal and just let nothing happen with it the next lesson is a pretty simple one um something we can definitely learn from a sign like taurus taurus uh one they're always going to know about the best food so get yourself a taurus uh, bestie or somebody who's rising or moon sign is Taurus. And um, so because they're always going to know about the best food and they are very grounded. So uh, I always get along really well with Taurus. Uh, with Capricorn, it kind of it's hit or miss. I tend to get along actually a lot better with Capricorn men. I don't know what that's about. I think it's because uh, they tend to lean heavily into their divine masculine side so whereas it when the women do we, we tend to not see the world the same way and um from my perspective a lot of capricorn women are a little too judgmental for my taste and as a virgo you are certainly not going to try to perfect me not more than i i am but that's just to kind of give you a little bit of <laughs> astrology astrology gossip i don't know <laughs> but that's not to say I don't love Capricorn women. Don't take it that way. But um, the third lesson here is to not take yourself so seriously. This is just something I pick up on his personality. Everything from us, uh, from he doesn't get upset when certain things are uploaded. I've even seen things uploaded to his own personal uh, social media that most celebrities that take themselves too seriously would never allow. There's um, a video that I saw of him getting out of a helicopter <laughs> and his vest gets caught on the door and he, <laughs> he doesn't say stop filming me. He doesn't get upset. He's just very calmly like asking to be let out of the door. Like, <laughs> and he was safe. You know, the helicopter was not like in the air when this was happening, but it was hilarious. There's videos of him being um, repeatedly too close to the fog that comes out like on the stage of a concert and getting hit with that fog there are there's a video of him uh reacting to a girl throwing her bra at him uh, there's he's very much so down to earth you see him very leaning heavily into showing us his family structure into um showing how much he loves his mother in particular and 
all of that is is not for the cameras it doesn't you're not getting this sense of somebody who takes themselves so seriously or is trying to curate a down-to-earth persona and so the third lesson there is something that i myself can learn is that it doesn't matter if it's not aesthetically perfect taurus is big on aesthetics but they're not like Libra in that it has to be so aesthetically amazing that it won't, that they just won't accept anything less than. Taurus is more like it has to be aesthetically amazing, but it also has to be realistic. And because they are a sign that is very realistic and typically really funny, I would advise everybody to not take themselves so seriously. Um, there is um, currently, and this is kind of going off into another area, but I'm going to mention it because it relates to this. Um, there is an artist, and you all know that I have a band on talking about this artist, but this is important. Um, that recently, where recently a song went viral that is AI generated. I won't men mention this artist, but I will mention the other two artists that um, where AI did use their voice. And well, use the voice that sounds like theirs. It's not actually them. Justin Bieber, Daddy Yankee, and this artist who I'm not mentioning on my show. There is an AI song called Nostalgia that has blown up. Now, of these three artists, there's only one of them got upset about it. If the other two artists got upset about it, we haven't seen it yet. And all of this is kind of still happening in real time. So maybe Justin Bieber and Daddy Yankee will get upset. But from what we've seen, um, only one of these artists out of these three has been angry about this AI song. This song's amazing. And until Spotify took it down, it was definitely on repeat. I definitely worked out to it yesterday. <laughs> and that is what I mean. As JLP, on the other hand, he may have been upset about it, but he would have handled it from from what I'm seeing in a much more humble way and a way that is maybe even funny. And that is what we see a lot from him that we can learn from. And I don't think it's just because he's 26 and obviously young and sees life, you know, in a really young way, because my a large part of my audience is pretty young, is under 30. And so I say to all of you, that are you even having any fun when i did the episode about my experience of being at the grupo frontera concert and seeing a lot of bitter people but also a lot of people that were so afraid of what they looked like that they weren't having fun it was a lot of younger people that i was seeing this from the Thea who would not sit down, who thought that the concert was all about her, was definitely in her 40s. <laughs> and so that's kind of what you see the difference there of how much fun you could have if you just let your hair down. If you just, as my mom likes to say, like Ike Turner, eat the cake. If you just, <laughs> that's something my mom says, okay? That's not something I came up with. But <laughs> if you just relaxed and just, you were just yourself. When I'm recording this show, unless it's something that is completely mess messed up, I don't. I'm not gonna re-record it. There are sometimes that I'm like, oh Josie, I need to. You need to go back and add this. But if it's if I'm stumbling over a word, if I am, you know, having a moment where my brain just spazzes out, um, I and I'm not gonna 
not say that word because in the U.S. there's nothing wrong with saying that word. So y'all like it again? Why are you here? But <laughs> I am simply saying to you, even the cough. I'm not about to edit that out. What is so wrong with you just being yourself? What is so wrong with you just existing in your own skin? That is such a refreshing thing to see in a celebrity. This is somebody who is very flashy, has a lot of money, um, is showing us quite an expensive lifestyle, but it, on the other hand is showing us the, the rice that his mother just made. Is showing us that he struggles with his weight. It's, show <laughs> it's showing us how his, he's getting caught on doors and... <laughs> coming to us live from the men's restroom where he's just talking to the camera and very much so comfortable with who he is and so that tells me that as he grows older hopefully he will remain so and hopefully we can learn a big lesson on how to do that within our own life the last lesson here comes from a statement that jop made in a billboard interview um, and I'm going to try to remember it word for word. I just read it, so I should be able to. Where he said that the worst enemy of a Mexican is another Mexican. And basically, and I'm paraphrasing here, that came to mean that Mexicans within Mexican artists within the regional Mexican uh, genre don't come together, tend to be enemies, tend to not get along. And that he wants to he doesn't want that he wants to change that he wants there to be some unity and so my lesson is about unity it is about taking in what that means especially culturally um as i said on the how do you have haters when you don't even like you episode the division within just the latin community confuses me um the division with non-afro-latinos not understanding that afro-latinos are no less than you confuses me and all of all of the above and that that can go across all types of cultures uh, we see this happen within religion we see this happen in countries and cultures that we are not familiar with and it kind of baffles me and so my lesson there is actually more of a call to action to do everything that you can within your own culture, within your own life, etc., to bridge that gap. You know, to learn about other people's cultures, to learn about other people's backgrounds. I know that I give, for instance, as an example, I give Christians a hard time because they tend to be extremely judgmental. Um, you all know that I am a former Christian, I know the Bible, and thankfully grew up in a household where I was not forced to be Christian, where I was for, where I was given the opportunity to learn uh, my own way. I see that religion and politics tend to devise people a lot. I have a very liberal way of thinking. Um, however, I'm also extremely traditional and follow a very traditional path within my relationship, etc. I'm also from the South, so I t there's not the... That doesn't mean that I'm never going to have conservative views. With that being said, there is no such thing, usually, as a person just having one side. As a person not having many different facets to themselves and how they think. And when it comes to our cultures, it doesn't make any sense to be, to be so divisive. You're never, for instance, going to tell me that I'm somehow less Mexican than somebody who's from Mexico. 
as though my great-grandmother didn't bust her ass to get here. The same way that other people's great-grandmothers did as well. You're never going to tell me that I'm somehow less of a witch than another witch, simply because I began to actually practice witchcraft later in life. I have a natural gift, and instead of putting down, for instance, new witches, I simply tell them, hey, you're going to learn it all on your own. If you're going to listen to those of us who are seasoned witches, listen to those of us who want you to find your own magic because we all have it. When it comes to religion, how difficult is it to just listen? If you believe in the divine, who is God? God is everything. God is male and and female energy. God is all energies. And so the idea to divide that, the idea of not showing that kind of love, the idea of I'm better than you, or I can colonize you, or I can be upset with you for not thinking how I do, or you're less of this because let's say that you're from California and you're from Mexico. So you're, this one over here is more Mexican than this one over here. You sound like an idiot and therefore do not call yourself Christian, Muslim, Jewish, etc. When you don't understand the basic concepts of what it is to be one, what it is to actually love one another. If you believe in the concept of the divine, then you believe in the concept that he did not put us here. And I always say he, because again, I see God in the divine masculine and I see my mother in the divine feminine. If you don't get that, go back to another episode. I'm not about to explain that right now. But with that being said, when it comes to the energy of the divine, that means that we were created in the image of the divine, meaning we have divine feminine and divine masculine. Divine feminine, meaning how we create, how we feel. Divine masculine, how we get things done and our logical side. Those two sides have to come together. Those two sides of us are important. Therefore, how is it that you don't understand that just like we have several different facets, so do other people. So do other people. We all have many different types of energy. So how difficult is it for you to simply listen? To simply try to empathize with how a person thinks, with how a person lives. If it's different than you, then that's fine. That's fine. I don't understand. Unless that person is hurting you, hurting children, hurting animals. How exactly is that changing the structure of your life to simply hear them out? Or you know what you can also do? Just leave them alone. You can do that too. You can just mind your own fucking business. You can do that too. But you see, when you come from the same culture, that definitely doesn't make any sense to me. And so a good lesson that we can learn from JOP within just cultural lines alone is that all of us need to not only understand other people's cultures, to understand our own. Learn your own fucking culture before you start trying to attack somebody. Learn your own fucking culture before you have the audacity to try to make somebody feel like they are less than because maybe they were raised differently than you. Okay, that's my last lesson. So, you know what? Sometimes I gotta get y'all together and it usually happens at the end of the show. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. Obrigada. That means thank you in Portuguese. Say it to yourself. Say it to J.O.P. 
Say it to your favorite artist. Say it to your loved ones. Say it to whoever. Say it to anybody today that you think needs to hear. Thank you. Because I say it to you because I genuinely mean it. Thank you for tuning in to the frequency of the Lua Nova podcast. Uh, the show airs every Monday and Friday morning. I will always have a new episode for you on Fridays is when I actually teach you manifestation tips. It's also when I teach you different types of spells and sometimes I'm just getting y'all together. But I also offer <laughs> a lot of love and dating advice because again, I am your favorite Afro-Latina love witch. Most of you come to me about relationships. And the reason why I did not lean into that during this episode with JLP is because I wanted it to be more about who he is as a person, not who he's dating, not, you know, other stuff that is more negative. I tend to not talk a lot about what may be considered negative or something that the artists themselves, if they ever heard this, would be deeply upset by. Sometimes it's important to the show and sometimes it's not. In this instance, it really wasn't. So... I also talked once about, you know, J.O.P. looks like a regular guy and yet women go freaking nuts over him. I'm going to say this one more time, ladies. He looks like one of my exes. <laughs> my ex my ex is older than him, but he looks like every other guy in Texas. And I do not mean that as an attack. I mean that as like, um, if you got, if you girls love that type of, uh, aesthetic, there's quite a few men who are, who look like him here in Texas. That's the, he has a very Texas aesthetic to be a Californian. So <laughs> I'm all about it. Um, I love that. And I actually really enjoy doing this episode. If you would like to follow me on social media, uh, my username on Instagram and TikTok is Josie the Mustang. You will see Luanova podcast pop up. You'll see the either the logo of my show or it'll just say Luanova Podcast. But that is me. Follow me there. And if you want me to follow you back on TikTok in particular, just send me a message and I will definitely follow you back. If you would like to help my show grow and it definitely needs your help, <laughs> it's growing, but it's growing slowly, then you can give my my show a five-star rating on Spotify and app on the um, Apple Podcast app. I really appreciate it. It's how my show got into the algorithm. So thank you to those of you who took the time to do that. I appreciate you so much. If you would like to book a personal tarot reading with me, or if you want to send in your question to my show, you can just email the show at luanovapodcast at outlook.com. And while I'm stating that, unfortunately, I got to talk about some scammers. Guys, be careful. These scammers are really out here and they apparently think we're all stupid. If you ever get an email or a DM and from me talking about a reading, it's not me. I do not reach out to people for readings. You will have to reach out to me first and then I will send you a menu of the different items I offer. Or you can just ask me, hey, besides tarot readings, what else, you know, can I book coaching with you, etc. But you have to reach out to me first. Also, I get some stupid emails talking about things being charged on a card that doesn't exist. First of all, my, my the Little Nova podcast email is strictly for sending in questions or related to my show. I do not use it for any sort of transaction, so good luck with that, scammers. But you, you y'all also need to go back to school because man, you can't spell. <laughs> I don't know who you think you're dealing with, but um, babe, I'm a witch, so keep it real cute, okay? I um, I don't typically hex people, but keep trying me if you want to. With that being said, 
again, oh my God, thank you for tuning into my show. I'll talk to you all on Friday. Ciao.